Expressing the truth about the church and this world we live in. Welcome to Real Talk Ministry Podcast. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Minister Nisi of Real Talk Ministry, and I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening or looking at my video on YouTube, listening to Anchor.fm, Spotify, or even my Apple Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and share. I'm going to go ahead and get to the topic, which is called No Access. And you know, I have struggled with this topic because I wanted to make sure I say what the Lord wants me to say, but I also wanted to be real about how it came to me. I want to say that no excess, if you've ever been with Christ, had a connection with Christ and ever heard him say no, I'm not necessarily saying that he is saying no, you can't do something in the sense of the yes and no's like, oh, um, I really want to go to this uh, celebration or something and you make all these plans and then he'd be like, no, I really don't want you to go. I'm not looking at it in that sense when and even though it may come across that way, that's not how it was really presented to me when he said no access. And when I say by rebuke, I don't mean that because um, I was disobedient in what he told me to do. What I mean is that I was trying some trying to do something so hard that he had to like push my feelings and understanding aside from what I was thinking and doing to let me know like no this is not what I want you to do I understand and this is for those who are in church I understand this is ministry and not even gave you ministry but I don't want you to do this so let me explain a little bit with my testimony I was uh off of my own personal Facebook for a while and that was the direction of the Lord and I will always go on to my Real Talk ministry just to make sure I'm keeping everything up to date, especially with Black History and all that wonderful stuff that is going on this month. And I was even thinking of and trying to prepare for uh, Women History Month next month and some of the things that I felt the Lord was putting on my mind and heart to do. And I kept trying to get into my Facebook um, for my Real Talk ministry and I couldn't do it. I couldn't remember the password i couldn't find the password i couldn't uh every password that i tried it wasn't there um the saving the history of the password where you could save and go back and look at it and make changes like there's an area on your laptop or your computer on your uh, website where you can go and check the passwords in case you forgot i mean i was up and down all over the place looking for it. I had passwords from Facebook from 2009. And I was like, this is definitely not in existence anymore. And I just could not get in. So I was like, okay, Lord, I don't know why I can't get in. I could see it, but I can't get in it. So one day I was just searching the uh, website, trying to find the password. And uh, I couldn't do anything on Facebook. And I was like, well, I want to make sure everybody is okay. Usually, you know, even though I had my personal one up with me doing Real Talk Ministry, I still had uh, friends and family who would come over and look and respond. And I just wanted to see if they were okay. And I went to a page and I couldn't get in. I went to another page. I couldn't get in. I went to another page. I couldn't get in. And I was like, I never had this problem before. But I still wasn't able to look directly from my own Real Talk Ministry Facebook. I was just kind of like 
Googling because I knew they handled. And I just wanted to make sure everyone was straight. Uh, I seen people was reaching out to me. They wanted to make sure I was good. So I'm like, okay. Well, I blew it off for a little while. And then it was like my computer messed up to the point where it had no sound. I had to literally save all of my information and reset the whole entire laptop. Computer laptop. And then I had sound. But then when I went back to try to enter in my information for Facebook, um, it still did not let me in. And I remember being at work and I tried for the last time trying to get in. And I've been down and I was fixing up some stuff, doing some admin maintenance. And I heard the Lord said, no access. And it came to me in a way of rebuke, love, <laughs> And full understanding of no access. Full understanding meaning I don't, I can't connect to these people right now. I don't need to. And don't need to doesn't have to be a bad thing, y'all. I know in church we always dismiss people for us to grow. But it was like, I don't need to. They okay. I don't need you to have access to them. They okay leave him alone and I was like okay so I got home he gave me the instructions of what he wanted me to do I got home and I got on my computer and I was like I need to download all my stuff and delete my Facebook and I know people don't say this all over and over again <laughs> that they'll do stuff like this and then the next week you'll see them up <laughs> no it's just uh I'll explain that in a minute but no it's not like that um, so I was downloading all my pictures, doing all the XYZs and stuff that he told me to do. And I heard delete your real talk ministry Facebook. And then that's when I panicked a little bit. I panicked a lot. I ain't gonna lie. I panicked a lot. You guys, <laughs> I was like, no, that's not what God was telling me. And I was getting so frustrated because I could not find this password because I thought when he said no access, I wasn't thinking just no access Facebook period I was thinking because he had already took me off my personal I was thinking just no access to the people they cool like quit worrying it's cool so immediately my spirit was like you gotta find that password and notice I said my spirit I didn't say God my spirit was like you need to find that password and then it hit me like I don't think he wants that and after I did all the things that he told me to do, I deleted my Real Talk Ministry Facebook page. He said it was going to be for 30 days. And if anybody ever did a deletion of Facebook, it takes 30 days to completely delete and remove everything that you have access to. Okay. So I sat there and I was like. Let me tell you, I didn't have to explain this to God, but I will explain it to you because this was just my thought process. Sometimes we know we have to be obedient. And I don't want anybody to ever think just because you're being obedient, that doesn't mean that some of the things that God will tell you doesn't bring discouragement or make you feel bad or make you mad or make you sad. And I know people are out here like, God don't care. He don't care about your feelings. Just do it. Yes, he do. If God didn't care about people's feelings, he wouldn't have cried. He wouldn't have wept when Lazarus died. If God didn't care about people's feelings, he wouldn't have been out here saying, hey, 
come to me so you can have everlasting life. He does care. The thing about it is when it's time to do work and take action, that's just more important. But it doesn't mean he doesn't care. And he knows for us who are faithful, regardless of how it's going to make us feel, whether it's something that's going to make us happy or sad, he know we're going to do it because I did. And I was sitting there going like, Lord, Real Talk Ministry, man, this Facebook is my baby. And I <laughs> laughed because I was like, it's my baby. And he said, uh, but you go out to have a new baby. And I was like, well, thank you, Lord. And what I meant to go back by it being my baby was in 2009, I started Two Sisters in Christ. And it was really nice. I kind of got the thing ball running, started doing a lot of things that I wasn't used to doing. I, I, I was used to doing, but I was doing it with a church. So it's more like me now. It wasn't really church based or church connected. After a while, it had nothing even to do with the church at all. It was just my ministry. And then I realized, why am I two sisters in Christ? I'm just one sister. I don't have no one that I'm sharing this with. So I went to Great Inspirations in 2012. And I felt like Great Inspirations, the title was to inspire and to motivate. And that wasn't me. My whole um, ministry was really about telling the truth, getting the word out, speaking the word in a way where people may not like it, but it didn't matter if it was coming from God, I had to do it. So in 2013, I have Real Talk Ministry. So from, I still am Real Talk Ministry, but this was all just Facebook based for my ministry. So from 2009 until February, uh, 2024, I have always had my ministry, if nothing on Facebook and a website. So I was telling the Lord, this is my baby. Like, I'm giving up my baby. And he was like, you're giving up your baby to get a new one. Like, a, a new birth is coming. And I was like, okay, Lord. And, of course, I repented because I feel like if God is telling me to do something, I'm old enough and mature enough to know what that's supposed to mean. And I should never let my feelings get the best of me just because I have them. But he's an understanding God. And he knew that I was going to do what he said do. So when he had me delete everything, I had no access. I have no access to the people who are on Facebook and to the connections that I had and to the years and years of videos that were posted um, to reshare and repost. I have no access to that Facebook world. And it hit me that um, not having no access may not seem like it's always the greatest thing to have, but it's very needed. And I want to share that I feel the Lord is laying on my heart to say to those who are listening, there comes a time in your life where you have to understand that in order to move forward in Christ, you have to not have access all our lives we hear about these open doors and the keys to these doors and when we open it we supposed to see our financial success we open these doors we see our opportunities we open these doors we see life gold riches houses cars lands we see health improvement we see our kids doing wonderful our spouses being the greatest spouses in the world and then sometimes the lord's like it ain't even about the doors 
It ain't even about the entry of the door. You can go, you can go in and out of that door a hundred thousand times. It means nothing. You could be in the door and still don't have access. No access is not a bad thing. Not because he said he's about to do something new, but because he needs your attention. And sometimes the places and the ways you want to go, you just don't need to be connected to those ways. It just don't. You just don't need the connection to those people right now. You just don't need to be a part of that church ever again. That job is through. You don't did your years. You don't did your month and your days. It was just temporary. It's okay. The people you was hanging around with, it's not that you outgrew them. It's not that they outgrew you. You're just going in a different direction. And when you come back around to them, they'll be able to see what God was doing for you and rejoice with you if they're real friends. Your family, you know you love your family. It's okay. I love my family, but I don't have access to my family all the time. I explain to my mom why, because I love her very much. But at the end of the day, I am truly doing what the Lord is telling me to do. And if it means no access to anybody he's telling me not to have access to, then that's what it means. My problem is I become in a place where I think I need to explain to people why God is telling me to do certain things. People who don't care, who don't talk to me, who don't listen when I do talk. I'm just being real. We explain things. We try to be the bigger person. We try to be the ones that be out here like I'm being fair about the situation. So it won't be no backlash on me. And these people ain't giving two cents about you. They don't care. They don't care enough to like you, love you, acknowledge you, or even think twice about you. They don't care. And you know it. Sadly, you know it. And sometimes it takes God to be like, I have to allow you not to find the password. I have to allow you to not be able to see the uh, login information or remember the email address that you was just using two weeks ago. (laughs) For you to understand that I'm not trying to blind your senses or your mind or make you forgetful, but I'm trying to protect you. I am literally denying you access and blocking for your own good. That's why I repented because I know God enough to know what he is doing when he's telling me to do it. And regardless of my own feelings and regardless of how I know he loves me unconditionally, I know my position and place in God and I had to repent because I am well aware and mature enough to know in Christ that when he said to do something to just do it. And I know we've been taught because it's the greatest thing. The hardest thing is the greatest thing coming. No, it was just being a little selfish, a little prideful, maybe a little hurt that I have to start over or not having an understanding. And that's the problem with a lot of us today. When God tells us to do something, we automatically assume that if we do it because it hurts our feelings and we don't like it and it. It's, it's going to be our better good at the end. We're going to reap all the rewards. And that may be true in some cases. But I want you to forever know that there is no greater reward than eternal life. And if you don't get anything in this earth but debt, that should be good enough. And I try to practice that every day, even when I had moments like the other day. No excess. He did not want me to be able to reach all the places that I thought that I that I thought I should be going. And yes, he affirmed to me that 
there's something new coming. And I don't know what it is. I honestly don't know. And I had to tell God, you know what? And he had to tell me, let's just be honest. He had to tell me, just because I give you directions, you don't always have to ask what the outcome is. He never said I couldn't ask. He just said, you don't always have to ask. Because you want to know why he said it to me that way? Because of my connection with him, you know, how we talk. Everybody has different conversations and y'all talk differently, okay? We know how relationships work. You, He knows me. And I know he knows me. But the reason why he said I don't always have to ask questions. Because immediately in my spirit, I knew what that meant. It meant that sometimes he just not going to tell you what it is that he's doing. You just need to do what he say. Because he's my father. And he's leading and guiding me. I'm not questioning my dad. How we going to get to the location. My dad used to be a truck driver. He's rest in peace. He used to be a truck driver. And he was really good with directions to the point where I had a GPS. And um, I was trying to get from A to B. And I really didn't know how to get there. And he was like, put that calculator up. I know how to get there. And <laughs> of course he got there. And it was like some, I had to put my calculator <laughs> up my GPS up and let him lead because that was my daddy. I trusted him. And that is the same way with my real father up in heaven. Not my daddy, but Jesus Christ, the Lord God Almighty. Sometimes I don't have to ask questions. I just need to trust the process. And the process in this case was no access. And it didn't just mean access to people. It didn't just mean access to Facebook. It meant do not put yourself in situations, connect with things, objects, people, locations, places that he do not want you to be. And do it without asking questions. I was just reading about Abraham and how he told him to bring his son up to be sacrificed. And he did it. And from my recollection, he didn't say, oh, Lord, why you want me to kill my son? He got everything that he was supposed to do. Even when his son asked him, like, Dad, well, we ain't got no lamb. Like, what we doing? <laughs> Where are we going up here for? We ain't got all. Where's the animal? We Did we leave it behind with the helpers? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and it took the angel of the Lord, the angels, to come and say, hey, hey, no, 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 no. You was obedient. And sometimes we have to be obedient to God to know that if he says no access, don't go. I don't care if it's no access to the church, the job, your friends, your family, your kids, in the car, in the house, in the store. I don't care where it is. No access. Leave it alone. Do not go. I do want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time to either look at this on the video or listening to it on my podcast. But all I can say is no access is no access. You can't go. I don't care how many doors and how many keys you have to those doors. You could be inside the door and still don't have access. You just be standing there looking, wondering what to do and why am I here? I hope the Lord give me even further um, 
downloads or thoughts of what no SS means as I go through this process and this journey that he's about to take me on. And I pray he allows me to share it. But until then, I want to thank you for listening. I hope what you heard makes sense. And I hope that it touched your heart enough to understand that it's not just no means no with God, but it's no access. You don't need to be with those people. You don't need to be connected to those people. You don't need to be the person that needs to fit in and try to give an explanation to who you are, especially when God is creating you. Because most of the time when God is doing a creation of a person, most outsiders don't understand. Even spiritual outsiders, spiritual people that you think will have an understanding of what it is he's doing. Sometimes they can't grasp the concept because that's a you and God thing. It's not an everybody thing. It's just you and him. I want to give a little short announcement just to say that I have have been having technical issues with my laptop. And prayerfully in the next few days that will be resolved. And I'll be uh, putting back up videos of social media, of songs and and music. And right now this is a temporary fix that I'm doing to just make sure I get the second video out. Because I said two videos a month and I thank God he allowed me to keep my word despite of all the things that has been happening so I want to say Lord I want to give a prayer Lord God we thank you for everything we thank you for the words that you allowed me to share Lord even in their hearts if they don't have an understanding for what it is you're about to do for their lives to give them an understanding and let them understand what no access means to them from you Continue to co- cover us, protect us from the world and the cares of this world and all the evil that is in it. Allow us to be the good and not the evil. In your name, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. You can visit me at www.rtmmin.com at youtube.com slash at RTM Media. Thank you for listening and God bless. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please feel free to share and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can receive notifications when a new episode is posted. You can also stop by Minister Nisi's website at www.rtmmbyn.com. There you can purchase her books, leave a comment, and stay connected with this ministry. Until next time, God bless.